Hey everybody, this is Mandy, and I'm not an athlete, but I think I'm an adventurer. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and I've been treating myself every day this week. That's right, all two days. I've been just boom, 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 I want it, I got it. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Mandy, why are you laughing? It's what you said the whole two days. I was like, the amount, I mean, does the amount of day matter or is it just the fact that you're treating yourself? Because I, I think it's important no matter how the span of time is that you treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's very important, and I agree with that. But at what point are you like, all right, that's too much, or I'm doing too much? Too much cheating yourself? I don't know. I I don't think that there is that. The only way that is too much is if you can't afford it, to which I say don't stop treating yourself, but think about, you know, cost-effective ways to treat yourself. Cost-effective ways to treat yourself. I like that. I like that. I like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, how are you doing today on this fine day, Mandy? I am fine. F-I-N-E? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you doing? Ah, that's the question at hand, huh? That's the question at hand. I'm doing okay. I'm doing much better now that I get to see you. No, don't. (laughs) You're so sweet. Especially since I can see you, but I can't see myself. So I'm just hoping that I look like something. You know what I mean? You look like Mandy. Yes. Oh, so not too much of something. Got it. All right. (laughs) So... Um, how are your goals looking? Do you have any goals for this past week? Past week. So last time we recorded, my (laughs) goals were to pass my finals. Mm -hmm. And, um, even though I found out I did fail one of my finals, I think I've passed the class. (laughs) You were a little too ready with that, right? I was (laughs) pressing when you said I failed and I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but for for my new goals that I put that aren't really for like this week maybe it's just for like the rest of the year the rest of my life I put become a DIY queen and with glowy skin so okay we'll see if those things ever come into fruition for me I love both of those goals, DIY and glowy skin. I'm here for it. I, I mean, I would love to to see both be true. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Um, so, I again, like I've said, I've been kind of loosey goosey with any specific goals, but I have been looking like actively looking like hitting the ground slash pavement slash streets. Um, for a new abode and I've made so much progress and I didn't realize how many places were listed and not online you know what I mean because I'm just so used to being plugged in tapped in like oh let me check Craigslist let me check Redfin let me check apartments.com let me check all these other places but when I literally literally went into different neighborhoods and walked around there were so many places with for rent or for sale signs that were not listed online and I'm like I mean, I guess shout out to old school way. I guess, but I was like, are we in the medieval times? Like, what is going on here? (laughs) What is going on here? So, um, it is Renaissance Fair season. (laughs) Right. I have my little spreadsheet together. And um, so, yeah, that's one of my goals is just narrowing it down, not settling, but also not having these like crazy demands for a place. So, yeah, I'm working on that. I feel like I'm knocking it out like actively. I mean, this is none of the podcast business, but I'm so happy and proud of you. Thank you. For, you know, making this a goal, a priority, and getting it done. And I agree that you shouldn't settle in the space that you live. 
Um, I mean, I think some people, you know, sometimes have to do that, whether it's because of lack of means or they're in like a very unhealthy situation that they immediately have to get out of. Yeah. Um, but I, I overall, as your friend, want you to be somewhere safe and some place that you can be happy. So, yeah, I am all for those things and appreciate you wanting those things for me. Mm-hmm. I also want you to 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 move. So I'm just I'm just gonna let it be um okay. into a safe and happy place. Okay, because that's Appreciate none of the it. podcast business. None of their business. <laughs> <laughs> none of their business. Ain't none of your business. Worry about yourself. Just like it's none of the podcast business that I also may be moving. Oh. oh. Why are you clapping? My lease is up. I know but it's a different kind of moving that she's doing, but that's all I can That's say. none of their business. That's none of their business. <laughs> we out here moving. We we out here moving, guys. We out here living life, older than twenty five year olds, getting it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Are you ready to mosey on over into the safe space? Uh, I think we can do that. I think we can do that. So let's mosey. Mandy, what's on your docket today for This is a Safe Space? My This is a Safe Space is regarding Deja Vu a little bit. I love that movie. Well, um, that's not the movie I'm actually going to be bringing up, but yep. Um, I recently watched Tenet. Oh. And I also had some dealings with multiple people that I used to date. Mm-hmm. And both of them just made me feel like <laughs> learning from or dealing, being in a moment where it feels like deja vu, but also like appreciating the little moments where you do something differently mm-hmm. um, or where you, you feel like you've learned from it the last time you dealt with it. So you're in a different space or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I could appreciate that more, even though I had those dealings with those people and then I watched Tenet, but after watching Tenet, and I don't think this is a spoiler, especially since I can't remember the quote exactly, but there are basically like, you know, whatever will be, will be, is is what they kept kept being said throughout the the thing. So it's like, as opposed to like actively sometimes trying to change the course of things, things will happen as they should, but also things will happen as they should, and you'll still like learn from those things that you've been through, and so it will have maybe a different outcome next time because you've learned from something, but it's not because someone was like, don't do this next time. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just like you learned how to deal with that situation. So Can I interject? I felt, mm-hmm. Sorry. Can you give me a synopsis of what Tenet is about? I've never seen it. Okay. Is that what it's about? Um, Tenet is about... So John David Washington's character mm-hmm. is just called the protagonist. And he's this guy who is brought into a situation of trying to uncover something that he doesn't really, that isn't really explained to him initially. And it's dealing with things that are inverted. So it feels like things are moving, certain things are moving backwards. Um, That's where the inversion comes from. When in actuality, it's a tenant, which is, um, something from the future has been sent into the past. So when we're going forward, it feels like it is whatever that thing is, is going backwards. But for the thing that has been sent from the past, it's like going forward into the past, if that makes sense. It kind of does, but I think I have to see it and then maybe see it again to understand what's going on. But it kind of does. Yeah. So I think um, that's the synopsis without there being, like, too much spoilerage. Okay. Um, 
But with, you know, things being like, oh, with it being like, you know, even like in the movie Deja Vu, it was them looking at things that had happened in the past right? from the future. And mm-hmm. eventually Denzel Washington sending him, oh, ain't that crazy? I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, father likes him. Anywho, sending himself into the past, you know, spoilers for Deja Vu. putting himself into the past to change certain circumstances of something that he had seen or whatever blah 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 and but you don't want to change the past too much because as the said intended whatever will be will be so I just think it's like important sometimes when you're dealing with deja vu like the reason why it feels like deja vu is because you have maybe dealt with some of those scenarios before or something about the situation feels familiar mm-hmm. but you've also experienced that before so you've naturally engaged in it in a way that you're not gonna repeat because of how familiar it feels do you know what I mean yeah I get what you're saying so it's like whatever will be will be like you're going to handle things the way that you handle things mm-hmm. but you can you'll also learn from your past experiences as opposed to someone or something actively trying to tell you do it this way or do it that way because if my um you know my current self now could have told my former self in dealing with these dudes that I dated like oh treat them like this or do that or say that or blah 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 Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have made sense to me right because you didn't have the experience I didn't have the experience But now that I'm dealing with them, I'm just like, that they're coming into my life with this. The reason why it feels (laughs) like deja vu and the reason why it's so crazy is because they are coming with the same old stuff. Mm. It has been literally years. Mm. Like 10 years for one person and almost 10 years for another person. And I'm just like... Both of them I know have changed. Uh Both of them I know think they have changed. Mm -hmm. But the way that they are behaving is not changed with me. Mm. And that helps me understand that, like, no matter how much growth people go through, like, sometimes individually, Mm -hmm. when they are dealing with people that they're familiar with, sometimes they revert back to that old same stuff. And I'm like, I can't do it with you, bruh. (laughs) I can't do it with you. Like... Someone that I used to talk to was like, oh, I'm coming in town and um, I want to see you. And okay. no formal plans were made. Mm. And one day, the, like at first I was just like, okay, we'll see. Um, where typically I'd be like making myself available to this person, despite the facts that they haven't set any formal plans around it. Right. And so I was just like, you know, doing my own stuff that I needed to get done. And I hit them up and I was like, you know, what are you doing? While I was busy, mm-hmm. because I was anticipating this person ain't actually ready to hang out. This person yeah. is actually like, they're, they're coming to me with last minute stuff already coming to me with nothing solidified. So I'm not going to stop everything I'm doing, waiting for them to respond. So I was doing what I needed to be to get done. And they were like, didn't respond for hours. Finished everything I need to do. I was at home. They're like, oh, I just seen your text. I don't believe that shit, mm-hmm. but can't really prove it. <laughs> then they were like, oh, I'm going to a bar, so I'm not available today. Mind you. Excuse me? <laughs> or I'm on my way to a bar or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, if you really wanted to see me, the least you could mm-hmm. do was invite me to the bar. Yes. 110,000 the mm-hmm. fact that you're not willing to invite me to the bar, I'm like, are oh, you trying to backburner me? Because mm. initially I'd been like, I mean, they're like, can we hang up tomorrow? I was like, I don't know about that, but we'll see. And mm-hmm. then after a second, I was just like, no, if we don't have solidified plans, I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. And then they didn't even respond back. So again, it just showed me like the fact that they aren't even acknowledging my text message Mm -hmm. I was like this person I very well like typically I don't block people except for the folks that keep badgering me about voting Mm -hmm. (laughs) please get off my phone 
<laughs> but typically I like delete folks number out of my phone. But at this point, I, I don't like to do that because then when I get people messaging me back and I don't know who it is and they right. clearly know who I am, I'm like, I don't like that. So they're about to get on a do not answer. Like he's about to be on a do not answer list. Okay. It's like, okay, this is somebody you know, but it's someone that you are no longer talking to because I'm not entertaining disrespect. And I'm like, I've had conversations mm-hmm. with this person about that. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next person. Who I've had that, <laughs> I'm like, we already have these conversations. I, yeah. I feel like I'm constantly trying to set boundaries with people mm-hmm. and they keep trying to tiptoe on these lines and and repeat their same actions with me and i'm like okay i'm not doing it anymore Mm -hmm. i don't care if you want to keep doing it i'm not doing it anymore right um so yeah my ex that i often be talking about (laughs) he's talking about it this week y'all uh-uh try what some food you made i hope ollie's being silly because she already know do i know (laughs) ollie knows um, and I'd be trying to protect him. I don't know why. Because he knows <laughs> I have a podcast and he'd be like, I know you be talking about me on the podcast. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, but I'm always trying to be respectful. But now I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> now what's the point? We got to know deep then. So this mother of God, sorry, Ooh. son of child of God. Interesting child of a mother of a child of God. Let's All go right. with that. Okay. First, one day was like, can we elope? Hmm. Because clearly he hasn't moved on. He's still harping on to something I don't know what. And I was just like, no. Nah. Okay. Nothing about... Wait, you didn't think about it at all or give it a maybe thought? I was. My only thoughts were, why is he asking me this question? Mm-hmm. I literally asked him if he was high or drunk. because it didn't make sense to me like he used to ask this when we were together Mm -hmm. and I would say yes because I knew he wasn't actually going to try and live with me I would say yes to call him on his bluff Um. but we're not together anymore and I don't have time for the foolishness no I don't I don't want to give you any kind of inkling that I want to be married to you Mm -hmm. so I have to be like no and let me explain to you why okay that's what I did okay are we gonna get to hear this explanation or no? I mean, long. St- <laughs> I mean, long, it's up to you. Long story short, I was just like, part of the reason we broke up is because you don't even want to introduce me to your mother. Mm. None of that is going to none that you keep asking someone to marry you that you can't introduce to your family does not make any kind of sense to me. I would like to interject, being someone who's privy to this information, and say that whole thing has been super weird and illogical to me because even as friends you could have been introduced even as a oh this is my friend not even necessarily this is my partner I'm not sure if we're going to be together or not like so that never made sense to me honestly yeah it definitely didn't make sense yeah but I let it slide for so many times but I was just like do you like you I don't know what makes you think that that this relationship is going to work I was I I was also just like why do you even want to like like why do you why are you even asking me this question he's like oh I want to be with you why why I I honestly don't understand like I I work so hard Mm -hmm. more than any other ex-girlfriend to be like I want you to move on and be happy Really? I want you to find. I do that stuff all the time. I'll be like, please, you feel free to talk to me about whoever you are dating and or <laughs> Please feel free. Okay. I will not be hurt by it because I do not feel like we should be together. I'm cool with us never getting, never, ever, ever getting back together. Like okay. Taylor Swift said, I'm fine with that. <laughs> not Taylor Swift. This is not even the part. Like, this part got me annoyed, <laughs> but that's not the part that really got me upset. Okay. The next day, he messages me about, you don't like Hoteps, right? <laughs> and I'm like, 
Well, I won't say I don't like Koteps, but they send to to say, no, he said, do you like being called queen, you know, like Koteps, because you don't like Koteps. And I was like, well, I don't have an issue with being called queen, but mm-hmm. Koteps tend to say other misogynistic things, and that's why I'm not typically a fan of Koteps. Right. So then he was like, well, good morning, queen, in a way that I um, view you as an equal to me and blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm. So I responded to say something that I shouldn't have said. <laughs> as Ali told me, it, it's what opened up the floodgates for this thing that got me oh so heated. Um, and I said, good morning, middle class um, American man. Some something like that. <laughs> and now you all might be wondering what's wrong with calling someone a middle class American. Mandy will tell you what's wrong with calling this person a middle class American. A few weeks ago, <laughs> this man wanted to have an argument about stimulus checks and who was getting extra money from the stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. believing that people with children mm-hmm. somehow received extra money. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know. There may be some folks that feel a ways about this. So I'm just going to make it very clear mm-hmm. and quick and not have a discussion about it, even though I'm not, you know, it's only Ollie on here and I know she's not about to argue with me. But the point being, when the stimulus checks were given out, uh-huh. Particularly the most recent time, mm-hmm. it was $1,400 a person. Yes. That a person included children. Mm-hmm. So any person who made less than, I don't know what the exact amount of money is, but let's say X amount of money mm-hmm. got $1,400. Yes. He feels as though people with children got extra money. Hmm. And so I, I, and he feels like he should have gotten extra money, even though he doesn't have children. And so what I kept (laughs) trying to explain is that nobody got extra money. Right. It was $1,400 per person. Mm -hmm. A child is a person. They also got Mm $1,400. Where the disconnect really came in (laughs) is that him making comparisons or assumptions that people with children are people who are like taking advantage of the government and not working hard mm. and um to take to care for themselves and their children whereas he did all the things right by going to college and getting his degree and getting a job And so they shouldn't get extra money if he can't get extra money. Mm. That has since spiraled into multiple things um, regarding, you know, the continued assistance that's being given to people with children. Mm -hmm. Um, Stimulus. I won't call it stimulus. It's like 500 a month or something per child. Yeah, $500. Something very low. Per child or whatever for Mm -hmm. the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Um continue conversations about how they're potentially going to give student loan forgiveness, but they Mm -hmm. haven't given it yet and blah, 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 and all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to know intersectionality is important. Mm -hmm. So please know that there are people who have children who also have um, student loan debt, student loan debt. (laughs) And whatever the case may be. Right. So, after this moment of him asking me if we can elope and sending me good morning queen text, <laughs> he decides to call me mm. to discuss this thing that we've already discussed and have differing opinions about and has already spawned a very heated debate. Mm. First thing in the morning on mm-hmm. a weekday, where I, I mean, I work from home, so I was working. Mm-hmm. Um, what he was doing with his time, I don't know, but I think <laughs> he was going yeah, to work as well. <laughs> and he decided to call me to dis- to to air his grievances about how 
he as a hardworking middle-class American man should be getting money to and not be weighed down and bogged down by his student loans as opposed to so-and-so with kids who's getting all this free money and living off of the government and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there like getting mad and trying to again break this down. And then I was just like, why are we even having this conversation? Mm. We've already had this conversation. Right. Why are you trying to have this conversation? And why are you trying to have it first thing in the morning? Mm -hmm. And so I eventually, and believe it or not, I know y'all may not believe it because I'd be going off sometimes on this podcast. I think the reason why all these men keep trying to come around me sometimes mm-hmm. is because I don't argue with them. Mm. What you mean? You just let them say whatever they want to say? What do you mean you don't argue? Or you don't? Because I know you, by saying you don't argue, you're not saying you're not saying that you agree with them. So what mm-hmm. do you mean? I'm not someone who yells a lot, mm-hmm. especially at people that they're dating. That's I'm not someone that. When I break things off with someone, I don't yell, I don't know, key they call. Bleach the I don't, clothes, set it on yeah, fire. <laughs> yeah, she's not a right. I don't I don't do those things. Typically I'm very <laughs> logical and I'm just like, this isn't working out. This isn't a healthy situation. I don't think that I think we should just go, you know, in peace before we both Hate before we hate each other. Like mm-hmm. I'm typically someone who can see um, what's coming over the horizon, and I'm like, before this becomes messy, let's just part ways. Okay, come and on, so foresight. <laughs> I mean, if that's what it is, maybe it is foresight, and so that allows me to typically have good relationships with the people I used to date, even if I'm not trying to continue a relationship with them. It's like, we can come back around and hang out or whatever. But then I feel like that makes them think, oh, we we can come back around, hang out and waste Mandy's time. And I'm not trying to do that no more. Right. Or come back around and ask them to elope and then also start arguments because there was nothing I wanted more than to hear your I was going to say another word, but I'll just go with chicanery <laughs> first thing in the morning. Right. I mean, sorry E for explicit from earlier. So if you want to say what you want to say, you could say what you want to say. No, because I'm not trying to. It's it's less about a curse word and more about like an imagery that I feel like I don't. He doesn't want to be associated. Again, I don't know why I'm still protecting him. We he don't want to be associated with, and I'm not necessarily trying to associate him with that. I just am not a fan of his right now. So, okay. Yeah, that. So I just had to tell him, do not talk to me about this subject anymore. I am done having this conversation. Okay, full stop. And I'm also feeling like I might be also put him on a do not answer thing. Really? Which is very, him? right. Which is very, diff- as y'all can hear, Ali is surprised. Mm. It's very, um, <laughs> I feel like for multiple reasons, I have tried to continue to have some form of relationship with him. Right. And at this point, when that thing happened and I was like, you know, non-intimate. literally venting to my friends. Yeah, non-intimate relationship. Um, venting to my friends. I was like, this person is bringing you stress and grief. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to hold on to something that isn't doing you, like, really any good? Like, yes, there was a time when we were friends. Yeah. For sure. But at but at this moment, there's no friendship here. Like I I feel like, and I've expressed this to him as well, I feel like he gets a lot out of our relationship, mm. and I currently do not get anything out of this relationship. And I m- continued the relationship because I wanted to be a friend to him. Right. Never really thinking about or worrying about if he's concerned about being a friend to me. If he's being as thoughtful to me, as thoughtful about me, like, like even when I say things like, 
I've told him, you call me and don't even, and we'll have be on the phone for all this time because you're venting and blah, blah, blah. And you don't even ask me how my day was. That's wild. That's common courtesy 101. Like before we get into the thick of it, you know, let's check on each other. And do you have time to listen right now? Thank you. And then you get off what you need to get off. Exactly. But for him, it's like, oh, it's Mandy. Um, if she got time, she's going to listen to everything that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now I got to go and that, and that be it. And that's what he's used to. And that's a, dyna- a dynamic that I've allowed. Uh, yeah. And now that I'm saying yeah. something to him about those things, well, now he's like, he's asking, but he's not asking because he wouldn't know. He's asking because it's checking off the box. So it's right. like, oh, you know, what's going on with you? How are you? And I'm like, mm, I don't really feel like talking about it well you know you said I never asked right and I'm not because you never because you and I also have to then explain I don't trust you to share really how I'm feeling about stuff Mm -hmm. you and I are not in what I am not in that place with you Mm -hmm. and and you marking it off to ask me to say well yeah I asked isn't the thing that's going to make me be like, and now I can pour out my heart to you. Right. And this, this process of like him literally, he, I mean, I didn't say this at first, but he literally was like saying, because he was riled up about this subject. He wanted to talk to me and get me riled up about it. And I'm like, so you literally came to my doorstep Try like you chose violence today. Right, you woke up and chose violence. You chose to be Aggie. You chose to incite. Like why? Because I'm riled up. So let me poke the fire. Let me stroke the flames. No, go stroke your side. Stay over there. I don't need you bringing exactly. fire to my camp. Exactly, especially since you've already come to me before with the point of, well, I found someone who agrees exactly with me. So if you want to, so why are you calling me when you know I don't? If you want a yes like, man or woman, then call them. Why are you calling me? Someone you know who you will probably me? have a differing opinion and not stroke your ego and not agree with you. It sounds like and you that, wanted somebody to counter you and to just be chaotic. And 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 be like, oh, I came with different um, information. It may be different. And I say this with very strong quotes. Information, mm-hmm. but as Ali likes to to say, she likes to come with the facts. And what you're coming with isn't facts. It's just something new that you found out. Right. It's something something new that occurred to you. None right. of it is factual. I will come in and be like, "This is this thing that you're bringing up. Like, here's the facts about it. Mm-hmm. Student loans originally were set up as an a federal loan." as a government program Mm -hmm. to assist poor people to be able to go to school right because that was a a thing for the rich in the same time frame that things like food stamps were established to Mm -hmm. help the poor feed themselves like all of these were government reforms where they were like you know we should do something about people who are not rich being able to live at a standard quality of living. Yeah. And the reality is things have changed in the world where student loans have not gone with, you know, the minimum wage and inf- and yep. monetary inflation, inflation and people getting yes. wages. And that's why it's so expensive to go to school, but we can't afford to pay it back or whatever the case may be. And mm-hmm. it's like, if your issue is with the government, why are you upset that someone with kids who was also making low wages mm-hmm. is getting government assistance? One mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the other. You need nothing. to call your grievance with the government. Mm-hmm. Don't blame the person. <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I had to explain <laughs> to him. I had to explain to him besides the fact that, getting student loans is a choice like yes i know it's all been ingrained to us to go to college but please Mm -hmm. understand nobody forced you to take those student loans a and b i shouldn't have to explain to you that a loan goes on your credit and affects your credit score yeah and you like they're gonna be out here getting government assistance and my credit score is messed up because i got student loans Mm. well 
the keyword is loan. Everybody know you got to pay it back. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault you weren't paying your student loans. And you wonder why your credit scores jacked up. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. And that's not the mother's fault who's trying to get food for her child. That's not right. their fault either. Right. Some other facts I want to bring. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this episode, but I know for a fact, if we look at expenses for, let's just say even a week for me compared to expenses for, let's say a baby expenses for the baby are going to be more. It's going to be higher. I I can go without food for a couple of days or I can skip certain meals or I can skip certain things. Babies Mm -hmm. have to eat. Children and babies use diapers. Diapers are not cheap. Children and baby also have vaccinations. They have shots they need to get. They have medical stuff they need to do. Like it's a whole nother human. That it, just because it's younger said, does not some mean stupid stuff about how what he saw people with kids going to the mall when they got their refund checks, and he would have used it to build a business. <laughs> when I said, like, I was like, "Do you know that?" kids grow and need new clothes (laughs) like what do you think they doing at the mall you just think they it's not like when you used to kick it at the mall and be like a shoddy a shoddy right it's not a crime to buy to go to the mall and buy your kids clothes right them you using it to build a business and wouldn't it be nice if all these parents could have a business but even that even saying everybody need a business i feel like we've already talked about this on the podcast but i can't really remember Mm -hmm. everybody is not Yep. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. (laughs) The manager. Speak on it. Owner. Boss of something. Mm -hmm. Speak on it. Start with managing your own personal finances. (sighs) Start with that. Start with that. Mm. Learn (laughs) to budget because and, and balance a checkbook. Because mm. if you don't realize you're going to have to do all that with a business, mm. if you feel, and I, and I understand debt is a messy, messy animal. Yeah, for but sure. What you think going to happen with a business if you can't manage the little coins that you got now? Mm. Please note. So mm. don't worry about if a mother is going to the store mm-hmm. or the mall mm-hmm. or whatever to purchase things for her children. Mm-hmm. Just worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. And I like to add, even if they went to the mall to buy whatever it is they wanted to buy, clothes, jewelry, hammocks, trash can liners, that's their business. How they choose to spend their money is their business. You don't know mm-hmm. if this is an addition. Maybe they already got their regular expenses out of the way. You don't know if they just maybe want to ball and treat themselves and their children. It's not your business to worry about how other people spend their money, spend their money, especially when it does not affect you. On top of that, you're talking about you could have used the money to start a business. And who would be buying from your business? People that have this money, right? <laughs> people no. with this money right he's like i could have if i had an extra fourteen hundred dollars i you got fourteen hundred dollars so what did you do with it what did you, you do talking about somebody's extra mm-hmm. you got the fourteen hundred dollars the fourteen hundred dollars that you didn't want the child to have that you literally want to take out of the child's mouth mm-hmm. what did you do with yours oh you didn't start a business shut your mouth questions that need answers <laughs> questions that need answers Here's my whole thing, too. Um, again, I don't know their family dynamic. You don't even have to have a family dynamic to compare it, but I have a family that has, like, you know, I have, even if you look at, like, my brother and my sister-in-law, they have four kids. Are you telling me that each of them does not need the $1,400, whether it's school supplies or clothes or food or a savings for possibly college? Are you telling me they don't need that? If I look at my God family, they have seven kids. You're telling me that they don't need that and you're telling me he you deserve it because you're hard working on the back so bad for not having kids and i'm like if that if it really makes you feel good about yourself and i understand again our parents ingrained to us don't have kids under age yeah don't have kids that you can't take care, care of whatever yeah, the case may be you assuming that everybody that has kids is a deadbeat mm-hmm. who doesn't work. 
Mm-mm. I was, I'm just like, why would he even think that way? Not that I need to know how he thinks because I feel like I, I have enough information about how he thinks, but it just, it confused me because it's like how your thinking has nothing to do with facts. Like this is how you're feeling and you're in relation to you and what you want, but not right, in relation to the facts. It's just about what you want. That The reality was just like, eventually I was like, I don't even care how you formulated this opinion in your mind. And that's part of the reason why I felt like he kept getting so angry. He wanted me. He was like, do you understand what I'm saying? I was like, I understand Mm -hmm. what you are saying. Mm -hmm. I do not agree with it. Right. Nothing you say is going to make me agree with you. But Mm -hmm. I understand why you were saying what you were saying. Poor little tink tink. Yeah, I just if you're a human, <laughs> you need resources, you need things. So I don't I don't see how it's seeing as someone else getting extra if this is a living breathing human being. Like where there's 2, 12 on the cusp of 18, this person needs things just like you need things. Electricity, food, water, clothing, shelter, shoes, clothes, education materials. And these are just like the basics. But if they did want a video game, if they did want to invest into themselves, if they did want to get a soap making kit, they have a right to do that with their money. Just like you have a right to not start a business with yours. I was just like, I think like the thing that made me so angry about it at the end wasn't even the discussion because I'm like, it was that we were having it again. We already had this conversation. Mm. You think you are bringing new information to me. (laughs) I was laughing because I'm trying not to laugh. I don't want to. I'd be trying not to be rude, but sir, I promise you, I know more information on this subject than you have even be like the thing that was new information to you was not new information to me. Talk on it. I already have plenty of information mm-hmm. on the subject and any additional thing that's brought to me I don't just be like oh I heard this thing right and now um I have a stronger opinion I tend to research things right I tend to look things up and gain facts that's why I was able to tell him about how the student loan process came to be mm-hmm. and how that was a government program that happened at the same time as certain government programs that have assisted um, people with children or single parent families or whatever the case may be. You're just coming with your opinion that you're salty about because you want extra, because you are selfish because you literally want extra money. I just feel like we're too, I'm sorry, go ahead. Because I'm like, I'm not going to argue about getting student loan forgiveness everybody with student loans wants student loan forgiveness right but that's not what your point is your point is you should have it and someone with kids shouldn't have it and and you never gonna change my mind on that subject that don't it don't make sense that makes no sense even the whole I don't have kids or thinking that, oh, because you didn't have kids, you're responsible or because you took out a student loan and went to school, you makes you responsible. No, it's a choice that you made. And yes, it was probably drilled into our heads. But again, it was a choice that you made. It might have been ill-informed. You might have been less informed. They might have pressured you and said, oh, da, da, da. but again, a choice that you made. So it mm-hmm. does. you don't get to say, oh, the choice I made was the right one. So I should get more money. That what in the elitist bullshit is that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? How about no? Because <laughs> it's fourteen hundred per person, not per. I don't know. BS, good or bad choice you made. That's not what it's about. It's about are you an American citizen who needs help, or are you a citizen? And you know, here's the money. Did you did you make this or less? X amount. Here's the money. So yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's, you 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 somebody living in America? Mm-hmm. Do we have a social security number for you? Mm-hmm. But do you make under a certain amount of money? Mm-hmm. Here's this thing. Here you go. 
And guess what? Most children don't make a million dollars. Most children can't even talk, like they they learning basic stuff, holding mm-hmm. up their head, mm-hmm. tying their shoes, mm-hmm. using the potty. potty. Mm-hmm. They gotta learn that stuff before they can go out and get a job, so mm-hmm. they don't have any money. Yes. So- <laughs> And the fact that we have to explain this is just what's beyond me. Cause I don't, I don't even see it as, Oh, you're old enough to know better. Like this is a basic knowledge thing. <laughs> the fact that I have to explain it. And then you asking me to marry you. Not only do I not want to marry you. I definitely don't want to procreate and have children with you. Ooh, you better say that again. You better use that word. I do not want to procreate with you. Cause you just going to think children run on air or something. Like, please get out my face. Please get out my face. Face. Not air. Anywho, I'm. I done got myself all worked up again and ready to get off the subject. Do you have okay. a this is a safe space, Ollie? <laughs> I have a little bit of something, something. Um. So you know how we used not used to. You know how we talk about from time to time people playing the check in game where they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, how you doing?" I experienced it this week. <laughs> It crossed my mind recently to play the check-in game, and I don't know why. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Why? Why? I, I don't know. I don't know if it was general curiosity. I don't know if it's because I feel like a new chapter of my life is starting, and I'm just like, huh. I wonder how this person is doing. Not in like any kind of like sketchy or romantic way or anything. Just like, huh. I wonder how they're doing, or huh. I wonder if they respond to me, huh. I wonder if they remember me. Of course you remember me, but I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out like, is this something that I really want to do? And I feel like it's probably something I shouldn't do, but the curiosity in me is like, hmm, maybe I should. But then I think about when it's done to me and I'm like, fuck you and your dumb ass chicken right. and you trying to figure out. Disturbing my peace, <laughs> right. Trying to see what I'm doing with my life. Right. I was doing just fine before you came right here. Right. So that's the only thing I'm debating about that I wanted to talk about in the safe space. Um, I do feel like my reaction to being checked in on would not be their reaction. I'm sure they would be filled and overjoyed to be checked <laughs> on. Um, but again, I feel like that's open. But it could also open up windows yes. and doors that yes. she was I might be trying up. to crack open the door like, hey, just check it. How you doing? Cool. And they like kick it down like, oh, you're inviting me in? And I'm like, no, Edward Scissorhands, I'm not. So, yeah, just something I've been toying with, that idea. I would say, um, you know, don't just think that it's a pretty red light or red sign or red door. Like, please read it for the caution that it is. Or Mm. even the yellow, yellow caution tape. Like, please read it for what it is, which is stop. Don't go in. Yeah. Caution. Danger ahead. Like, don't, don't I, I I would say <laughs> what would you say, Mandy? Well, I would I would say something that was said to me once because one time I hit up one of my guy friends and was like, you know, I've been thinking about talking to this person and blah blah blah, and he was like trying, and I was I used the word closure, and okay. I I know that you're not necessarily trying to get closure, yeah, but but he was like. He asked me a bunch of questions that ultimately made, once I answered myself, was like, but you're not going to get closure from this. Mm. You're gonna, you're opening this thing back up from someone. The questions that he asked me made me realize this person was never, didn't give you what you needed originally. So how are they going to give you closure? Yeah, They didn't give you what you wanted slash needed in the relationship that made you separate yourself from it. Why do you think they're going to give you what you're what are looking for on this back end? Right. Hmm. Like how's opening this door going to make them be the type of person that gives you whatever it is that you're looking for when they have a history of doing the opposite. Mm, so. Speak on it. Yeah. I will say that, that are, those are words of wisdom that were told to me as opposed to said by me. I cannot take credit for that one. I was like, mm, you got a point. And then I didn't, I didn't, didn't hit them up that time. Okay. Yeah. I'm not ready to make any decisions anytime soon, but I think I will think on it a bit more before I do. 
think on it. You know, I ain't never gonna tell you not to do something. I'd be like, do what you want to do. But you know, there's gonna be uh, as they say, consequences and uh, repercussions. Consequences and concussions. All right. <laughs> Let's move on over to our meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. My I pro- don't have any meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. Ah, that's why you uh took us along a ride for your This Is a Safe Space. I wasn't huh? even trying to make the This Is a Safe Space that long. <laughs> it just happened that way because I was upset. Mm-hmm. Heated. Okay, okay. Well, I do have something for meat and potatoes. Um, I don't. I don't really know if I have a question per se or what it is, but basically there's a semi-work event coming up um, for the upcoming holiday for Memorial Day. And so around the same time, it's like we get a free extra day and a discussion came up about, oh, why don't we all go to Disney World or Disneyland, technically Disney World's in Florida, Disneyland. And I got really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't been to Disneyland here. Um, I've been to Disney World, been to Universe Studios, the big, big ones, but I've never been here. And I got really excited and really pumped and really just like ready to waste money. And then when I got home, I thought about it and I was like, but I don't believe in this kind of establishment and Disney has a racist ass history. And what am I supposed to do? Because most of the rides are for kids. So I just kept thinking about it and I was like, Mm-mm. Why was I so excited to go? I was like, was it a childhood thing? Was it a just going as an adult adult thing? Like, was it to make Disney memories? Because we have a friend who recently um, did take her kids to Disney and I was in love with that idea. I was just like, oh, good. They'll get to have the pictures, you know, where they won't remember. But, you know, it'll just be the whole experience. And for kids, I'm like, okay, cool. But as an adult, I'm like, should I be wanting to go to Disney? Like, aren't I just like a cog in the system or, you know, drinking the um, Kool-Aid or whatever? You get what I'm saying? So I guess I'm kind of like debating on whether or not I should even want to go and also debating on whether or not to go, even though part of me does want to go. I'm like, I do want to go, but also like I'm, I'm just feeling conflicted about it. Does that make sense? Um, Sure. I used to go to Disney as a kid. What? I've never been to Universal Studios, but I've. I've You went to Disney more than once as a kid. Mm -hmm. That's wild. I've never been as a kid. That's cool. Um, but I haven't really gone as an adult. But I know that they have. In my opinion, they have a lot of stuff for adults now. Like, because when I was a kid, it was just like Magic Kingdom. Now they got like. And even though it's in the land, I definitely think they've added so much stuff that I feel like caters to adults as well. So I, I feel like there'd be a lot you enjoy um, in terms of their racist history. You know, it's in the Western world. so <laughs> Everything has a racist history. <laughs> everything got a racist history. So only hope that folks are trying to learn from, reform, atone uh, for their... Uh, history of their racism yeah because the reality is those things happen yeah and i don't just mean atone by uh giving you an e e (laughs) scratch and sniff gift gift card (laughs) or by putting you know extra posts out on black history month shout out to it being asian pacific american um islander month Asian American Pacific Islander yeah but hopefully y'all understand Mm -hmm. the group that I'm referring to is they month so shout out to them yeah and Cinco Um, de Mayo is coming up so shout out to the Hispanic community as well yeah Mexicans and this time I say it because it's specifically related to something that happened in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> I like, I, like, I guess I like to generalize to be safe, but this one is specifically for Mexico. So that's correct. Cause I was like, Winston, I was like, um, but she right. She right. <laughs> Cause to me, I feel like a Colombian is like, what's the good of mine got to do with me? <laughs> I mean, it got nothing to do with me either, but I'm going to drink it with my coworkers. So <laughs> we celebrate them. 
Um, so should yeah. I go to Disney or not, Mandy? I would say go. But also, I'm like, I know that they Uh-oh. just start opening the parks back up, yeah. and I feel like there's a lot of people in there, and so you know, um, you know, be safe. Yeah, of course. I that's that's gonna be weird too. It's like, okay, my first time. Well, so I went to Disney World like 18 or 19 or 21 of those, but my first time going to Disneyland as an adult, adult, and I'm gonna be like masked up and distance and wiping down stuff and spraying stuff. So it's gonna be. A different experience for sure. To me, it's not even that part. It's the fact that I feel like there's going to be. I have been actively like avoiding the crowd. Yeah. yeah, you know, living in or being around Atlanta where folks be like, oh, I got a mask on my chin. <laughs> but really, it's the, uh, the same level of capacity. Folks is all breathing on each other, mm. blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, see, this is why I just stay in. inside. I don't, I don't go outside. Mm-hmm. I don't go. I ain't been outside. You think it'll be troves and troves of people at Disney? I do. Really? I feel like they're going to have a limit. You don't think so? I think that Disney wants to recuperate its money. Mm. Um, because, A, they already put their parks in places that are climately year round they shouldn't really see too much decline yeah um because it's not like it's in in a winter spot it's not like they gotta close they'd be like no uh we're always open right you can always come and they've had to be closed for like a A year year. yeah so they gonna be like anyone they want to come come on in right capacity 600 we got 5.99 and a half come on Yeah, they probably will be like that. Um, yeah, I will do my base based. I will do my best to keep um safe and stay distance and yeah. I but I am more excited, a little more excited now. I didn't know what I expected you to say. Maybe to be neutral, but to get a gung ho from you, appreciate that. Yeah, do what you wanna do. Okay. Okie dokie. Who is receiving your underappreciated award for today? My underappreciated award is going to ballroom culture. Okay. So, poses back, y'all. Yep, final and season. As usual. A final season. Mm-hmm. And as usual, it's making me feel things. Oh. Uh, Legendary is also coming back this week. Okay. That's that current ballroom scene for you, you know, ballroom competition. Okay. Um, I've also been watching ballroom videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Been thoroughly enjoying those. Okay. And I am a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, which, you know, does a ball every season. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who do not know about balls and ballroom culture, it's was originated in New York in around like the 80s by members of the LGBTQIA community, specifically the black and brown people, mm-hmm. where they would come. And it's a competition field, but it's also just like a fun community situation of expressing artistry and creativity. Um, there were different categories that people would compete in: mm-hmm. fashion, face, face. Body, body, and of course, dancing mm-hmm. movement. And it was a place where folks from that community that weren't honored or really could just be themselves in the everyday world, this is the area where they shined. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, please watch Paris is Burning. Mm-hmm. That's where I was first introduced to ballroom culture and fell in love with it. And it's just really informative and entertaining. So when I'm now being, you know, a fan of these things and it's blowing up in the mainstream culture, I'm just like, I understand it's mainstream now, but y'all still need to give more love to the ball scene because it is everything. And I'm just on the outside looking in like fangirling for all the, the people who 
know how to vogue, know how to duck walk, know how to. What's it called when they like fold themselves back like a pretzel and fall on the ground? It's called a couple of stuff. Like they say, um, shablam. (laughs) They also say like doing, um, um, something specific. Yeah. See now, you know, my bad. (laughs) I know, you Um, know, though. Mm-hmm. I do. I was gonna say, holla, shout out to Tamisha Iman. Holla at me. I know you know me. Holla at me. I know you know me. So, um, death drop. Death drop. Yes. Drop. Very flexible. They be doing all the things, and especially oh. when I'm like watching. The like we know that voguing started there, mm-hmm. but it's it's not just like Vogue, like as you saw Madonna do it in her music video. It's like so much of these dance movements that I'm seeing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the precision mm-hmm. that was originated through these balls, and mm-hmm. that I see people trying, you know, doing now. Even I'm just like, like amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. The abilities of these people so i just want to shout out to balls and ballroom culture getting back in my new york bag because i don't know if y'all knew but that's where i was born so there you go noise 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 shout out to ballroom culture shout out to ballroom culture ali mm-hmm. who is receiving your underappreciated award in the words of mark from rdc world one jermaine cole Jermaine Cole. J. Cole is receiving my underappreciated <laughs> award. Um, Dreamville, his um, company, recently released some stuff and they have some projects coming out finally. And I feel like it's just been a cold, cold world without Cole, without seeing him so active. So I'm excited from like sideline story to just all of his projects. Um, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, just like. I've always resonated with J. Cole, and I don't know why that is. I can't even tell you who originally introduced me to him. I just know, like, I've been listening to him for a while. And just to see his come up and his humbleness and just, like, you know, I'm just, like, I feel like I see him on the street, and he'd be like, oh, yo, what's up, Ali? And I'd be like, Jermaine, Cole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, he's getting my unappreciated award and he's, I just feel like he's well-rounded. He's a great humanitarian. He's funny. He's a great artist. Um, I would love to see his kids. I'm waiting for one of y'all hackers to, first of all, hack into Sally Mae and Navient. And then second of all, release pictures mm-hmm. of his kids, respectfully. <laughs> so, I mean, you can blur out the faces and stuff, but something. So, yeah, he's receiving my unappreciated award for today. I was introduced to J. Cole in college. Um, I remember when he came to Howard University. And I'm trying to remember if that's one of the times that, like, there there used to be so many people that you would just see, like, on campus, like, Mm -hmm. just rolling through. Wale. And it's like, before, (laughs) I mean, Wale lived at Howard University, to be honest. But there was just a lot of people, because this wasn't one of the times when it was, like, homecoming. Like, I remember seeing him. Because I was a communications major, mm-hmm. the radio, um, the student radio station was inside of the communications building. Mm-hmm. So I remember passing by it like all the time, getting to and from class. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of the times I was maybe passing by it and someone was like, you know, Jay Cole in there doing an interview. I was like, oh, I know him. <laughs> and now he's like, Jay Cole. Jay Cole. Jermaine. And Cole. he's only, like Ali said, like continue to grow yes in his artistry in his humanitarianism mm-hmm. work in his business like yeah. he's also universally like one of those people that everyone that i know likes his music mm-hmm. um yes yeah. very he was one of those people i have a very short list of folks that be like i want to go to that concert i need yeah. to go to that concert I went to his concert. The list was very, when I say it's short, it was three people. <laughs> it was Anthony, Anthony Anders, Hamilton, Anthony Hamilton, Anderson, <laughs> Anderson. He's a he's a comedic actor. It was Anthony Hamilton, who 
whose concert I went to. Mm-hmm. It was J. Cole, whose concert I went to. Mm-hmm. And it was Tony Braxton. I'm still working on that one. Okay. But those are the three people. And I went to his concert, and it was... The concert was great. My experience could have been better, but that's a different story for a different day. I'll just say... I I am... I am comfortable going places by myself. And mm-hmm. sometimes when I try to include people, I'd be like, I should have just went by myself. And mm-hmm. I think I should have just went to J. Cole concert by myself. Because I tried to bring someone that that didn't know J. Cole that much. What? And wanted to have... They, the issue that? wasn't that they didn't know J. Cole that much. is that they wanted... I feel like because maybe they didn't know him that well and they weren't a huge fan. They felt like this is the time to have personal conversations and I'm like ma'am no I'm trying to I'm trying to watch J. Cole concert. <laughs> I don't want to talk about definitely not the time whatever it is that you want to talk about I don't want to talk about it right now I'm in the middle of a concert definitely not the time at a concert any concert <laughs> to have a personal conversation but especially not at a J. Cole concert no respect no respect yeah I'm glad you got to go to that I haven't been to one yet I remember trying to go to one of his Dollar in a Dream concerts and it was like sold out or the mm. line was wrapped around the building let's say the concert started yep. like 7 I was like oh if we get there at like 5 we should be good the line that, nearly started like with me when five I the next day. maybe it was like that little corner spot like down near Peachtree it was like some building like on a corner street like at an intersection I just remember I tried to go the, the line was wrapped around the corner mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we're not gonna get in because they only let in a certain amount of people, and everybody that those people are, are already in line. So we went to open mic night instead. Mm. So yeah, maybe I, don't that was, I don't think I was with you that time, but I did definitely try. I had somebody with me. I don't remember who, but I definitely did try. And it was they were like, oh no, this has been wrapped around since like four the pre- previous day. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 and I'm over here I'm like, two hours. Ain't even no way, cause I, right, they don't tell, but they don't wouldn't tell they you don't. where the location was till the day of. So yeah. I'm like, how you gonna be there the it's, day before? It was one of those dropping things, or I think they knew somebody type of thing, and that person told somebody and told somebody and told somebody, and I'm like, mm. I mean, it had to be. Mm. I'm like, I got a dollar and a dream. Let's make something happen. Right. <laughs> I was like, I could do this. I could do this. Oh no, I can't. It's already, no, I can't. It's already full. It's already full. It's too late. <laughs> All right, Mandy. Would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram and the Twitters mm-hmm. at the MNO Podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you can share um our different videos yes. that Ali be working so hard on to promote. <laughs> the podcast you can also send us your questions comments mm-hmm. you can also send even more questions comments and concerns at mandy ali at gmail.com yep you can please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen mm-hmm. so that you know when we drop a new episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we would appreciate that and it's really easy you guys to share our content you can share our posts you can share our reels one of our reels almost like got 2,000 views so it's pretty cool to just see those numbers going up and see people that um aren't traditional listeners like being like oh what is this or take a listen and just see different stats and stuff so it literally costs you nothing to share the content um mm-hmm. so yeah you can share the content. <laughs> right. We're not going to get mad at you if you do. In fact, we'll say thank you. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It was good talking to y'all. Bye. Bye.